Hi, welcome to Talk Chinese. My name is Xiaolan. Today, we would like to share with you about something happens to all of us getting old. We have young person, Jonathan Duckdale, a researcher at University of Birmingham. Hi, Jonathan. Nihao. Nihao, Xiaolan. Right, to have a young person to talk about being old, I'm sure we have a lot to discuss. Old. In this case, we are talking about a person being old. We say lao. 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 Yeah, it's the third tone. So we go down first and go up. Lao. Lao. Yeah, it's a bit like a laos. Yeah. English doesn't have tones, but in this case, you pretend you want to say laos, but then make an effort. Lao. Lao. Yeah, the character is actually the combination between a person and a hair uh, holding a cane. Mm. And the person with the long hair. And imagine in ancient time, people didn't have hair cut often. And also it's part of the Chinese tradition. Everybody had long hair, men and women. So the longer your hair was, that probably indicated that you have been growing your hair and your age for quite some time. So Lao is the person with the, with the long hair. And why the cane? Because at that time, that was a good replacement as a stick, a walking stick. I'll have to keep getting my hair cut then so I can stay young. <laughs> exactly. Get a haircut. That's the trick. Okay, so lao. Lao, that means any living beings being old. Mm-hmm. So we say an old person. We say lao ren. Lao ren. Lao ren. Lao ren. Yeah, ren is a person. So it could be men, women. And when we say lao ren, we don't know is that men or women. If we really want to specify, we say lao nan ren. Lao nan ren. Yeah, nan ren means male. So the old man, lao nan ren. Yeah, lao nan ren. And then to describe an old woman, we say lao nu ren. Lao nu ren. Yeah, nu is the female, female person, nu ren. The old female person, lao nu ren. Lao nu ren. Yeah, but somehow, although it's grammatically correct to say lao nan ren, lao nu ren, in reality, we don't really say that unless we want to be mean. Yeah, I, I haven't heard it being said before, I don't think. <laughs> we do need to learn how to say it, but um, it's quite mean and not very polite mm. to describe that. And so don't do it. We just said lao ren. Lao ren is gender neutral. It's not demeaning other people. So when we say lao ren, that's okay. Mm. Can it even be seen as respectful? Yes. It's not rude. Mm. Right. But I think it's the human nature. We try not to be mean, so we don't say people look very old. We don't say that, and but it's just describing people uh, reaching the old age, lao ren. So if I wanted to describe an older person in a formal, more respectful way, what, what word would I use? <laughs> okay, we say zhang bei. Zhang bei. Mm. Yeah, zhang bei. Zhang, that means long. In this case, that means the, the older person, the older one. And bei, that's the generation. Right, yes. So Zhang Bei, it doesn't sound that polite in English, but in <laughs> Chinese, that's very, very polite. Yeah, but it is a term that we use in English as well, isn't it? The older generation. I think it, we do have a kind of direct translation for that. So it's interesting. Yeah, when we say Zhang Bei, it's actually very respectful. We're actually referring to people who have more wisdom, mm. who have more experience and who can provide guidance and advice to the younger generation. Yeah, And it's a Chinese culture actually rooted from Confucianism. There was a guy called Confucius, Kongzi. And then uh, he was um, the person who actually made an effort to make sure that there's a social hierarchy and in the society, the older people are respected and well looked after. Yes, yeah. 
Yeah, so 老人 And then when we talk about 老人 it's quite interesting that you can see the number of care homes in China and Taiwan and Hong Kong, the Chinese-speaking world. The number of care homes is much less per capita mm. in China than in the Western world. Yeah, and it's considered to be very rude to put your parents in the care home because they expect their children to do the job. Which ties into another really important uh, Chinese idea. I may be going off topic here, but uh, filial piety yep. is such a key element of that Confucian idea of that respect for the the elder generation. Yeah. Then they consider the younger generation as the life insurance yeah. for the older one. <laughs> so uh, it's quite common to have three generations living under the same roof. Yeah, 老人 and then of course it's a global problem now. The aging society. Mm, yeah, 老化老化 Yeah, 化 means transformation. So the process of getting old, 老化老化 And then in this case, we would use 人口老化人口老化 Yeah, 人 is person, 口 is the mouth. 人口 together is a population. Right. So that's probably from a Chinese emperor's point of view. How many mouths you need to feed?、Mm, yeah, 人口人口老化老化 Yeah, and then 人口老化 is the aging population. And is that a problem? If that's a problem, we say 问题问题 Yeah, 问 is to ask, and 题 is the subject. So asking the subject is the issue.、Mm-hmm. So 人口老化问题 that's the aging, the population aging issue. Yeah, and of course it is a significant issue in China as well as many areas of the world. That's right. It's probably in most countries except for like the Middle East and then Pakistan,、mm. and where we have the major growth of population, and some part in Africa as well. Mm, yeah. Right. So you are the historian, 历史学家 and then you study old stuff、mm-hmm. and old culture, and something happened in the past. And when we say something happened in the past, we actually don't use 老 No, we don't. Yeah, and in English, it's the same, right? The、yeah. old story, the old dog, the old stuff. But in Chinese, we only describe. For example, the living stuff、uh, like dogs and human, we use 老 When we talk about object, we talk about 旧旧 yeah, 旧 yeah. And、uh, so 旧 the character was actually the ancient form that was the shape of an owl. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the bird, the owl, and then、uh, somehow people just borrow the meaning to describe some object very old. And in this case, we can say the old table. And the old book,、mm-hmm. but we don't say person, 旧人 We don't say that. No,、yeah. it wouldn't sound right. Yeah, it wouldn't sound right. We only say the old phone.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, 旧手机手机 is the handheld, and the 旧手机 oh, the old phone.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the old book, 旧书旧书 Yeah, but what do you do as a historian? Actually, you use another word. We say 古 Gu, yeah, gu means ancient. It does, yeah, yeah. So we actually have a translation for that. <laughs> yeah, gu、uh, is a very simple character. It's a combination between number ten, which is like a cross,、mm-hmm. and the mouth in the bottom. So in this case, the mouth has indicates as a generation. Right. So ten generations is quite old, quite ancient. Yeah. So we say gu, gu, gu. So you study things from 古代代 is the generation, yeah.、Uh, direct translation, so ancient generation. As a 历史学家 as a historian, can you share with us what type of history are you specializing in? 
uh, I specialize in architectural history, so I study buildings. Buildings in a specific era. Yeah, so I study the Liao Dynasty,、uh, which were around at the same time as the Song Dynasty, about a thousand years ago. Right, and then、uh, in a neighboring culture, for example, what happened in Europe at that time? So a thousand years ago in Europe, so while the Liao were around, you would have had the the Norman Conquest、uh, going on in England. Right.、Um, you'd have had the Byzantines in the in the Middle East. Right. Okay. And then,、uh, was there a lot of communication between、um, Europe and the Liao Dynasty? It's a good question. Perhaps not directly, but there was certainly elements of the Silk Roads operating at that time.、Yep. So there would have been communication through from the east of Asia through to the west of Europe. And there's been objects found on both sides that have have been transported across these networks across、mm-hmm. Eurasia from one end to the other. So yeah, it's quite an interesting period. Right. Sure. In the Liao Dynasty, as you mentioned, that the territory also covered the Xinjiang province, where the Silk Road was in Xinjiang. Yeah. And what's really interesting、uh, about the Liao is that they were ruled by a group called the the Kitan. And the word that we used to use to describe China in the West, we used to call China Cathay, which is actually derived from the word Kitan. Oh. So it became Kitai, became Cathay. So the word we used to use to describe China is actually based on the Liao Dynasty. That's very interesting. And when you said Kitan in Chinese, they call them Qidan. Qidan, yeah. Yeah, Qidan, and it's the same thing, but、uh, just different pronunciation. Yeah, the Chinese is also a phonetic translation from the original Kitan language. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then、uh, we talk about three different words in Chinese to describe anything old: Lao, Jiu. Now, if I talk about an object or something, then you have to tell me which one to use. Okay, no problem. The television.、Uh, no. Joe. <laughs> 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 that's right. Yeah. And how about my mobile phone? Joe. Joe. And then how about friends? Lao. Lao. And here it's interesting when we say a、uh, friends is 朋友 When we say 老朋友 there are two meanings. Two possible meanings. One is the person is quite old in age. The other one is my old friend, just like English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you are twenty years old, but your friends from kindergarten, they are your old friends, even if you are both very young. Your 老朋友老朋友 yeah, old friends. So in this case, 老朋友 can mean two things. Okay, so let me say the dynasty. Gu, gu, gu. That's it. Gu. Okay, so Chinese is not that difficult. No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Thank you so much, Jonathan, for joining us. I hope you enjoy this episode. Today we talk about old Lao, Jiu, Gu. I hope you enjoy this episode. Please don't forget to rate us, review us, and come back tomorrow. Bye, Jonathan. 谢谢谢谢再见再见。